Good evening. And as always, just want to say thank you for watching this video. <clears throat> Uh, whether you able to are able to watch it uh, live with us each night or whether you get to watch it later or weeks to come, I always want to say thank you. I know that life is busy, um, things are hectic, and um, I appreciate you uh, taking 10, 11 minutes out of your schedule to, to listen. Uh, I pray that you don't hear the messenger, but that you hear the message from the Lord. Hello, Jamie. How are you, my friend? Um, I always see who's um, commenting, and uh, I'm always just so blessed and encouraged by you. And uh, what is meant to encourage you um, is end up being an encouragement to me. Last night, we looked at how regardless of your past or your upbringing or your situation, God can use you. And that's a wonderful message, isn't it? To know that no matter how wild you were in your younger days, no matter how prideful or arrogant you became when you had some success, uh, no matter how many times you've slipped up and let something come out of your mouth that you shouldn't, that God doesn't throw you or I away. That He's willing to forgive us if we ask and to continue to use us for His glory. But there's another aspect of how God deals with us is not only is God willing to use us regardless of the mistakes that we have made, there is a time when God says our past can have consequences in the present. Now, I don't think anybody likes to think about that. We love the forgiveness of God, the love of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God. But the idea that even though you can be forgiven, but there are consequences, really just, it hurts. You know, I, I always feel that if God forgives me, that person I hurt should forgive me. Or if God forgave a person, I should forgive them as well. But it doesn't always work that way. How many times does someone commit a crime and genuinely feel bad about it and make it right with God, but yet they still have to go suffer the consequence? How many times do we lose our temper and yet ask for forgiveness, but we're known as a hothead? You see, consequences of sin last sometimes even after God has forgiven us. And what we see in this passage of Scripture tonight is a man who came from a broken situation that God used. But we also see a group of people who God gave an opportunity to do the right thing, but didn't. And because they didn't, 
years down the road, they were still facing the consequences of their earlier decisions. And so we look here in verses 12, and it says, Now Jephthah sent messengers to the king of the sons of Ammon, saying, What is between you and me, that you have come to me to fight against my land? And the king of the sons of Ammon said to the messenger of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land when they came up from Egypt, from the Arnon as far as the Jabbok and the Jordan. Therefore, return them peaceably now. So Jephthah says, Why in the world are you trying to pick a fight? And he sends a messenger to the royal family of this nation. And the royal family says, Do you remember when your great-great-great-great-great-granddaddy was delivered from slavery in Egypt and you came to the promised land? You took my great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaddy's land and we want it back. Give it to us peaceably and we'll have no problems. Well, that seems fair, doesn't it? It was theirs and they want it back. But listen to the response that Jephthah gives the people of Ammon. And listen to how he speaks for the Lord. It says in verse 14, But Jephthah sent messengers again to the king of Ammon and said, Thus Jephthah, Israel, did not take away the land of Moab, nor the land of the sons of Ammon. He says, we absolutely did not do that. The reason that our land is now ours instead of yours is because a decision that your great-great-great-great-great-granddaddy made. And listen to what he says in verse 19. When they were coming up through the wilderness, and Israel sent messengers to Shihon, king of the Amorites, king of Heshbon, and Israel said, Please let us pass through your land to our place. But Sihon did not trust Israel to pass through his territory, so Sihon gathered all his people and camped in Jahaz and fought with Israel. You see, Jephthah says, the reason we took your land is because you fought against us when we were just trying to pass on by. You see, the consequences of their decision lasted long after they were gone. And friends, it is so important tonight for you and I to understand we reap what we sow. It's so important. I I have pastored now uh, almost a decade, and you'd be surprised how many times someone will come into my office, and they'll have caused trouble with 30 families, can't get along with their own family, always in the middle of drama and sit in my office and say, I just don't understand why no one likes me. I just don't understand why there's no peace in my life. And the 
pastor in me says, God will be with you. Let the Spirit of God evaluate you. The Jake Gray in me wants to say, you have continued and continued to sow division in every relationship of your life. And now you're reaping what you sow. And that's not always the case. But how many times have you probably looked at your child and said, boy, that's a spitting image of me when I was young. Or maybe now that you have grandkids, you've probably said, one day you're going to pay for your raising, right? When your grandkid is the stubborn child that their parent was when you were raising them. You see, those consequences live long after we do. Now, God says we're forgiven from them. God says they won't be judged in heaven with them. But the consequences linger. I want you to think of it like this. I am about, will be generous and say, 40 pounds overweight. And I pray every day, Lord, help me to have more self-control. Lord, help me not to be a glutton. And God forgives me of that. But guess what? The weight doesn't just fall off, right? Lord, forgive me, and I drop 20 pounds. You see, if that happened, we'd have all kinds of people trying to join the church if it was the latest fad to lose weight. No, the consequences of my lack of exercise, the consequences of stress, the consequences of eating unhealthy stay with me even after I've asked God to forgive me. And sometimes tonight, the drama that you're in, the heartache that you're facing is a consequence of sin. Sometimes it's not your sin. Think about this. A person gets drunk and gets in a vehicle and gets in their car and drives through town and hits and kills someone. Well, you see, that person's sin has caused the problem. But that family who lost a loved one, they're suffering the consequences as well. And so tonight I want you to know that that person that drove drunk and killed that individual can be forgiven, brought into the family of God, can spend eternity in heaven someday if they'll repent of their sins and call upon Jesus as their Savior. But it won't bring that daughter back, that son back. It won't heal the brokenheartedness of a parent or a loved one that lost that person. And so in your life, always be thankful for forgiveness. But don't use God's forgiveness as a license to do what you want and then ask forgiveness later. Because God will forgive you. But sometimes those consequences are going to last for the rest of your life. Sometimes those consequences are passed down to the next generation. That's why the Bible speaks of generational sin. And so what you can do is, one, ask God to forgive you, but also ask those that are affected by your life to forgive you. You cannot change the past, but you can try to make things right with those that you love. And so tonight I want to encourage you, just because Jephthah came from a bad situation didn't mean God couldn't use him. And just because God can use you 
doesn't mean there's not consequences from our actions. And so rejoice in who you are in Jesus. Rejoice that you can be forgiven, but also be cautious because our actions cause results, either results that honor God or dishonor God, results that honor our family or dishonor our family. And so tonight I'm thankful for Jesus that even when we dishonor, He can forgive. But oh, what I wish I could do to go back and do some sowing of a little different kind of stuff from time to time in my life. That way that the reaping would be much more enjoyable. And so tonight I just pray that the Lord will bless you, be with you, and if there's anything I can do for you, please do let me know. Know that I am praying for you, and if I can ever help, we would love to. And so as always, as I say, I pray tonight that the rapture happens. But if it doesn't, and the Lord gives us another opportunity, I hope to see you tomorrow night. God bless you.